This show is brought to you by Safety FM. Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, that doctor does not matter is that he is hosting. Anyways, how are you doing? Yes, 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 yes. Today is Monday, May the 8th. I almost said May the 28th because apparently I'm getting too carried away. Of 2023, day 128th of the year and only 237 days to go. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. And coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. Apparently, we are celebrating our fifth year, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Um, And we are (laughs) hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio Yes, hanging out at Radio Big across the multiverse and doing all that kind of fun stuff. So anyways, how are you? How was your weekend? Did you have all kinds of fun? Did you do everything that you wanted to do? Were you so excited that you slapped your mama? Okay, well, I hope you didn't do that because that just seems a little bit extreme, but you get the point. You get the point of what's going on. So a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things to do, a lot of stuff to talk about. So that's all the cool parts of everything that we have going on. So let's kind of go through that portion. The other side of the equation, before I get in too far... I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened this weekend, a lot of stuff to discuss and sit back and talk about. So, if you want to interact with the show, it's a easy, easy, easy way to do it. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That will get you into our little system here. Um, we'll get you into everything around and about and all that kind of fun stuff. And it normally does say it on the scroller if you're watching the video portion of it. So, it says callinradio.com. That gives you um, some options on doing some different things once you get there. Um, then once that other side, if you want to watch the video stuff, radiobig.fm, safetyfm.com, or once you get there, click on the portion that says visual radio, and welcome to the torture. Yes, welcome to the chaos, as, as I like to say it. So there you go. We are a show that talks about safety in the news, news and safety. Some people like that. Some people don't. Some people question uh, the things that I talk about, and I'm perfectly fine with you questioning what I talk about. Because that's the reason why the, the combo is there. So that's that's the cool stuff. That's the cool stuff. So, yeah, if, if you were here on Friday, it was Freeform Friday. We did a little bit of everything. But, man, woo, long week last week. But I had all kinds of fun. That's 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 the fun part about it, going to travel the, the glorious country of Canada. It was fun um, hanging out, uh, taking a look at the world and what's going on with the different organizations that we got to interact with um, last week. So, fun stuff. Thanks for having us out there because, hey, listen, that's what makes the world go around. But enough uh, jibber-jabber. Let's get in right away to what the hell was trending um, over the weekend because that's important. 
Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about the trends. Working from home isn't a good idea. The mystery surrounding the hundreds of pounds of pasta dumped in New Jersey may have been resolved. We'll talk about that as we get into the shit list this morning. Uh, Taylor Swift announced the next uh, Taylor version album, and Prince gets a highway. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, Paramount has officially announced the end of Yellowstone, and writer strikes continues to cause delays with several shows. Um, we'll get into that now we're two and three ye was spotted wearing some skims like outfit and fans aren't um sure what to think we'll talk about that as we get a little bit further in and uh, of course we're going to talk a little bit about the highlights of the royals of the stuff that was going on this weekend because listen a lot of people are excited about that i don't know why but hey those things get people excited i mean listen i'm fr- i'm from a different planet here so i get it i get it things some um, people like um that i don't understand so there you go. So, like I said, broadcasting live, Safety FM Studios. So, if you want to interact, call in radio.com. Um, that's the easiest way to do that. If you do if you do the, the social media ones, I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. I really do. I just never see them until the end of the show. That's kind of the way that it goes. Radiobig.fm, Safety FM apps, you know, that will get you moving. Well, anyways, we have some newscasters that are waiting in the wings. So, why not bring them in here and let them tell you what exactly is going on inside of the world of the news oh here is the news on the Royce Car Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. A grand jury will decide if the Marine who put a man in a fatal chokehold on a New York City subway train will face criminal charges. Daniel Penny put Jordan Neely in a chokehold for about 15 minutes one week ago after Neely reportedly started yelling at passengers. Friends say Neely needed psychiatric help and his death has sparked protests in the city. Seven are confirmed dead and nearly a dozen others injured after a driver slammed into a crowd of immigrants on Sunday in front of a homeless shelter in Brownsville, Texas. Police Lieutenant Martin Sandoval says some of the bystanders detained the driver. It wasn't unknown if the driver was just trying to get out of the vehicle or trying to leave the scene. That is something that the detectives are talking to several witnesses about. If he was trying to leave the scene, of course, that will be another charge. Sandoval says the suspect was arrested and charged with reckless driving and more charges will likely be filed. The crash happened at a bus stop in front of a shelter for migrants in the Texas border city around 8.30 a.m. yesterday. Investigators say it appears the crash may have been intentional. Authorities in Texas are identifying the dead gunman in Saturday's mass shooting as a 33-year-old Hispanic male. According to two senior law enforcement officers, the shooter was armed with a rifle and a handgun and was wearing a tactical vest. Eight people were killed, seven others wounded in the weekend shooting at Allen Premium Outlets about 30 miles north of Dallas. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is calling on Congress to do its job so the White House won't have to consider emergency options to avoid default. If they fail to do it, we will have an economic and financial catastrophe that will be of our own making. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Yellen said it's the responsibility of Congress to raise the debt ceiling. She called the 14th Amendment a constitutional crisis, referring to the amendment that would allow President Biden to continue issuing debt without raising the limit on borrowing. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Julia Chapman. At least 22 people have died, including seven children, after a tourist boat capsized in the Indian state of Kerala. U.S. President Joe Biden has once again called on Congress to pass gun reforms following a shooting at a Texas shopping mall. And China is raising concerns with the International Olympic Committee over politics and sport. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Nearly 1,700 people have been evacuated from Russian-controlled areas of Ukraine near the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. Mark Mayfield reports. An official with the United Nations said on Saturday that the area is potentially dangerous ahead of an expected Ukrainian counteroffensive. The region has made headlines during the Russian invasion, with bouts of fighting taking place at and near the plant, which is Europe's largest. I'm Mark Mayfield. Four people are dead after a small plane crash in Teller County, Colorado on Saturday night, just west of Colorado Springs. According to the Federal Aviation Administration, the single-engine Cessna was flying north from one local airport to another in the state. 
Authorities say someone in another plane saw the wreckage and called the sheriff's office Sunday morning. Officials confirmed all four people on board the plane were killed. The constant crash is under investigation. The FDA is recalling more than 500,000 COVID tests over concerns they may be contaminated with bacteria. Lisa Taylor reports. The Food and Drug Administration said in a release that anyone with SD Biosensor Pilot COVID-19 at-home tests should discard them. The statement says the agency is looking into the kit's liquid solution and that direct contact with it could be a safety risk. It also may have compromised the test's accuracy. Most of the tests were distributed by CDS, but some were also given to Amazon. The FDA and parent company Roche are working to figure out how many contaminated tests were sold. I'm Lisa Taylor. Both Chris Brown and Usher took the stage Saturday night at a Las Vegas music festival. This less than 24 hours after the longtime friends reportedly got into a physical altercation at Brown's 34th birthday party. Trey Thomas with more. Where it is, Usher may have stepped in when Brown allegedly acted disrespectfully towards recording artist Tiana Taylor. That's said to have triggered Brown's entourage to get involved and send Usher away with what appeared to be a bloody nose. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the version takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, vanishes you to vanishes, prove to the police vanishes. that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to home title lock and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO, for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. 
a public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service Anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, there you go. 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this fantastic Monday. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 7.16, you know, Eastern Standard Time. That's the, Or Eastern Time. I better not say standard because I'm going to have somebody attack me going, It's not standard. It's daylight. It's daylight. Anyway, so let's get into it. Let's start talking about the shit list because that's going to be important of us um, getting into the, the, the whole thing. You know, the, the whole the whole thing about what the hell is going on out there. So anyways, Mage won Saturday's uh, Kentucky Derby delivering a solid win for its, uh, for its betters, a 15-1 to 1 odd. The victors marked um, the first Derby win for jockey Javier Castellano, uh, who, complete, um, who competed in the event uh, 15 times before. So there you go. Some exciting stuff there. Um, also, Mage is owned by nearly 400 shareholders uh, throughout the fractional share. A uh, company ha- has, has let investors buy in as little as $50 because the winning gets divided um, proportionally. Those shares of $50 investments will get a payout of $95. I guess you almost doubled your money, one way to look at it. But those investors um, had to put down a straight $50 bet to get onto the horse, and they made it made around 800 So there you go. Meanwhile, meanwhile, by the start of the race Saturday, seven horses died for one reason or another over um, preceding weeks. It sounds like a lot, but all the cases involved injuries um, or in, <laughs> enthusiasm or humane reasons, um, according to an official Churchill Down statement. Well, I don't really think somebody's going to come out there there and say hey listen uh they died for um shitty reasons and let's just go with it we at safety fm are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying he is trying to be entertaining we do our safety show okay so take a listen to this real quick the ceo of chat gpt said over the weekend that the remote work model that um blossomed during the pandemic uh was a failed experiment I definitely think that one of the tech industry's worst mistakes in a long time was that everybody could go full remote forever and startups didn't need to be together in person. You know, um, there was going to be uh, no less creative, no loss of creativity. This is a cold, according to Sam Altman, said a talk organized by a credit card proceeding company, Stripe. But even well-established companies, not just startups, are hurting employees um, back to into um, offices lately, including Lyft, Disney, Starbucks, and News Corp. So there you go. So the guy from ChatGBT believes that this is the sequence. What do you think? Do you think that it was an error to allow people to work remote? I'm just asking the question. And if the answer is yes, uh, what do you not like about remote work? And if the answer is no, what do you like about remote remote work? Because I look at it from this standpoint. Um, I'm, I'm sure the commute's a lot better if you're working remote, but did you work in a team environment in the first place? Because if you did not, if the answer is no, though, um, what's the loss? I'm being serious, and I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm just trying to, to figure it out because that's going to be a question 
to consider. Anyways, a Louisiana high schooler who um, received over 170 college um, offers uh, and more than $10 million in scholarships has announced where he plans to attend next year. Dennis Barnes, who is 16 years old, has committed to Cornell University, where he plans to major in computer science. This is according to WCVB. So there you go. I, I guess the news is broken, and now, you know, everything that everybody wanted to know about the 170 different schools that made the offers to him um, on where he's going to go. It's exciting times. I mean, think about it. Could you imagine 170 schools going after you? I mean, I think that my, my first college was a community college. I had nobody knocking at my door. I always tell people I did graduate within the top 10 of my school. Now, there is a longer story to that. And if you ever see me in person, maybe you should ask. And, I, and I'll share it a little bit with you because you might find it a little bit intriguing. Anyways, the mystery of 500 pounds worth of pasta dumped near a creek in New Jersey has been solved. According to neighbors who live in the Middlesex um, neighborhood, uh, the sign of a couple residing in the area who recently passed away found a large amount of um, expired groceries, including pasta in the home. Not sure what to do with it. The man tossed it into the woods. After a heavy rain, the noodles um, expanded in size, leaving someone to believe that they had been cooked prior to um, being dumped. As previously reported, the noodles were cleaned up shortly after being discovered. No word whether the man will face any sort of uh, fine for dumping them in there. I mean, I got a question. Have people not heard of this damn thing called a trash can? I mean, I decided to throw all this bad food in the woods. Were you trying to um, get some animals to circulate or something? I, I just don't get it. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so take a listen to this real quick. Experts at the Family Vacation Guides have compiled a list of the top travel destinations for families in the U.S., Factors taking into consideration by the experts include cost of flights, accommodation options, kid-friendly activities, and restaurants, crime index scores, and air quality. Here's the top five according to what um, they had to say. At number five came in Miami, Florida. At number four, Aspen, Colorado. At number three, Boston, Massachusetts. And at number two, Marco Island. Yes, Marco Island. And the number one spot to travel, according to Family Vacation Guide. Well, I don't think this is going to be a surprise for many um, as I stay this nest thing. But the number one spot for families to vacation is Orlando, Florida. So there you go. Orlando, Florida ranking in at the number one spot. I mean, you had to know that you have three theme parks um, easily just in Orlando itself. We're not counting Tampa. We're not counting um, wherever the hell that is, uh, wherever the hell Legoland's out in the middle of nowhere. So there you go. 72, I think last year was what, what was it, like 72 million visitors um, through the Orlando airport. That's not even counting the people that drove in. So, some stuff going on right there. Anyways, let's talk real quick about the box office. So, at number 10, uh, according to the box office, was Sisu with $1 million. At number 9 was The Covenant with $1.2 million. At number 8 was Air with $1.3 million. At number 7 was Dungeons & Dragons with $1.5 million. At number 6, Love Again with $2 million. At number 5 was John Wick. Chapter 4 with $2.3 million. And number 4, Are You There, God? It's me. Margaret. $3.3 million. And number 3 was Evil Dead Rise with $5.7 million. And at the number 2 spot, yeah, dropping down for the first time, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie with $18.6 million. Um, And the number 1 movie, I think this was well expected, is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with $114 million. Now, here what I want you to think about. Here is the oddity. This means that Chris Pratt currently is in the number one movie and the number two movie, according to the box office. That's kind of a a pretty significant thing to pull off. I mean, think about it for a moment, just in regards of getting that um, getting that worked out. Anyways, with that being said, it is 24 minutes past the top of the hour. I think it's some time oh, to bring in that guy that we call John Smalls. And let him tell you about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the market. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, May 8th. Brought to you by GenesisGoldIRA.com. 
Equity markets ended a turbulent week on solid footing Friday, rising more than 2%. The move was supported by a robust NFP report that shows job and wage gains with unemployment lingering at low levels. The news suggests core economic strength that will help the Fed achieve its soft landing, but other data disagrees. The number of layoffs is rising while job availability declines, and consumer products manufacturers brace for a downturn in spending. This week will be all about inflation with reports on CPI, PPI, and import prices. The CPI data is expected to come in flat compared to the previous month, which is hot and contrary to the idea of the Fed pausing. The risk for the market is that inflation will persist at these levels into the summer and force another interest rate hike. In that scenario, more banks will fail and consumer spending will slow even further. You can get the inside track in your inbox at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Smalls, for the information of what exactly is going on out there inside of the world. Anyways, here's what I was able to find. The Dow added about 546 points on Friday to close at 33,674. The S&P added about 75 points to close at 4,136. And the NASDAQ added about 269 points to close at 12,235. West Texas Intermediate closed at $71 on Friday a barrel, and Brent crude was at $75 a barrel. The national average of price of a gallon of gas was $3.54, according to, well, what the hell was going on for Sunday? And there was more than 3,920 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Sunday, and about 105 cancellations. Uh, Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing um, will be for, let's see, $83 million jackpot or a $43.9 million cash payout. So if you want to play the game, play it. Uh, Tonight's Powerball drawing will be for $97 million jackpot or a $52.2 million cash payout. So, There you go, there you go, there you go. Some stuff going on entering inside of there. So there there you go. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. So with that being said, let's get into some other things inside of the news cycle because I think that that is going to be... um, Interessante. Uh, so take a listen to this. Closing arguments are scheduled to start today in Lower Manhattan for the civil trial where former President Donald Trump is accused of rape and defamation. Scott Pringle has more. At one point, Donald Trump indicated he may show up to the trial, but in the end, Trump decided not to testify. Writer E. Jean Carroll accuses Trump of raping her in a Manhattan store dressing room in the 1990s. Now, during the last two weeks of this trial, E. Jean Carroll herself detailed her side of the story to jurors and friends of Carroll's and other women accusing Trump of sex assault also testified. Carroll is seeking millions of dollars in damages. Trump denies wrongdoing and claims Carroll made up the story to sell copies of her book. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. So there you go. We're going to be definitely taking a listen to what is going on as we are speaking there. Anyways, Denver is bracing for some new influx of migrants in the federal asylum rule. Title 42 is set to expire this week. Stephen Hinkle, public relations manager for Denver Rescue Mission, says that they are doing the best they can do to prepare. We're going to experience something new for the mission and actually probably something new for the entire city as well. This challenge with what we're seeing with the migrant influx certainly has made things more unique than they have been in previous years. So last week, fewer than 400 people were staying in shelters, but over the past several days, um, hundreds, around, well, let's see, around 200 people have been arriving each day, resulting in emergency shelters, yes, emergency shelters nearing capacity limits, according to spokespersons to the to the city. Uh, beginning today, the city and, co- uh, and county of Denver will limit who receives emergency shelter. All migrants who are those existing emergency shelters will be provided with backpacks filled with um, hygiene products. Uh, transportation support will also be offered uh, to, uh, to that should be around the Denver as uh, Denver not to be their final destination. Carmela Sinaltes, uh director of the Essential Services Servicios de la Raza, a group that um, has been providing support to migrants, says that they're already seeing a higher number of calls and people showing up in person asking for help. It's going to be a stressful time. I mean, you can't predict what's yeah. going to happen. 
So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there. Be interesting to see what's going on over here in the next few days. In other news, a search continues for suspects who killed an off uh, an off duty Chicago police officer over the weekend. Perry Williams has more information. Community activists gathered yesterday to denounce the deadly shooting of Officer Ariana Preston. Chicago don't sleep. And someone either drove past, someone seen something, maybe they scared to say something. Officer Preston was killed early Saturday during a robbery after she returned to her Southside home after work. The 24-year-old was pursuing a master's degree in criminology from Loyola University, Chicago, and was scheduled to graduate this Saturday. I'm Perry Williams. Okay, thank you, Perry Williams, for the information there. Take a listen to this. Americans consumed 400% more hot sauce during the pandemic. Brie Tennis has more on why. That may cause uh, to, that may actually be a good thing. The National Library of Science says hot sauce reduces swelling, lessens arthritis, and can make your toothache go away. It's the capsaicin that does it. That's that chemical compound that makes the pepper hot, and that's what you want. The American Heart Association says capsaicin can help you lose weight because it speeds metabolism. It can improve your heart health and reduces stress and anxiety. And doctors say there's no such thing as too much hot sauce. I'm Bree Tennant. NBC News Radio. Yeah, put on uh, put on quite a bit of hot sauce and um, say that you have to go to the bathroom and tell me there's um, no such thing as uh, enough hot sauce. Anyways, let's get a little bit into um, a little bit more into Title 42. With the end of the Title 42 fast approaching, the governor of Texas wants the White House to do much, much more to secure the border. Trey Thomas has more info. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says the White House plans for handling the end of Title 42 fall well short of what's needed. President Trump uh, sent soldiers to the border to secure the border. President Biden is sending 1,500, quote, soldiers to do paperwork. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, the Republican governor said he needs troops to secure the border and added the president needs to send 15,000 troops or 150,000 troops. A surge of migrants is expected to start crossing the border after Title 42 expires on Thursday. I'm Trey Thomas. This sounds like it's going to get pretty interesting and pretty quick. We'll see what actually ends up happening uh, throughout the week here. Anyways, take a listen to this. Talking on a cell phone for 30 minutes a week or more um, been linked to high blood pressure, according to new research out of China. Uh, Mark Mayfield has more information. Those who spent a half an hour on the phone, even hands-free, were 12% more likely to develop hypertension. Six hours a week raised the risk to 25%. Researchers suggest that low levels of radio frequency energy emitted by the phones could be to blame. But it could also be that those who talk on their phones often have a more stressful lifestyle in the first place. I'm Mark Mayfield. Okay, so hold on. If I talk to that same person that I was going to talk to on the phone, but in person, will my stress level still be the same? Maybe that. Maybe that's the question. I never know. I never know. That might, that might be something to, to think about. So maybe start talking to less people. Uh, um, I don't know. Something, something to think about for sure. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. Oh, 32 minutes past. Let's do it. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, so let's talk about this because I think it is one of those interesting things that we get to discuss. One of those interesting things that uh, we get to um, really go into from time to time. And then at other times, it's like, should we talk about this or not talk about it? But let's talk about this because I think it's a weird one, but an interesting one all at the same. Why is it that if you are in an organization that has been established for a period of time, it is difficult to change the landscape of the organization? And I'm not talking about, hey, you want to change the streams of revenue. I'm not talking about trying to change anything else. I am talking about going in there and really changing things up. But when we're talking about the world of safety we can go into safety culture or culture of the organization because when you start talking about safety culture i always go hmm uh do you have a different culture than the culture that's inside of the organization i mean i i don't know but just um something to think about but 
think about this for a moment. Why is it so difficult to change things? So if you go in there and it's already established, why do people give you such a hard pushback in regards of trying to move forward? And I will use that term moving forward gently as I say this, because listen, to you and I, it might be moving forward. To the person that you're talking to or that you're having to report to, um, it might be entirely different. And here's the thing, and I want to reference this because I think that there's always been a level of fear of talking about this. Sometimes when we have plans in our organizations on wanting to implement something new, it is not going to work out well. We might have a total failure in place in regards of setting it up. I'm being serious. And some people go, well, hold on. You're not supposed to say that. No, I am supposed to say that because that's the reality of the situation. Life sometimes is not perfect with the stuff that we do. Life sometimes is not great with the stuff that we do. So I look at it and I go, what do we need to do to make sure that everything is going? Everything is working. Because if you want change to occur inside of your organization, are you okay talking about past failures on things you try to implement? And I always love when you you have the people that you talk to that go, well, we don't let things fail. Well, I mean, I think that that's great and everything to say out loud, um, but it's not a reality of the things that occur. There are failures in systems. There are failures in things that we do. And sometimes we have to move around them and try to skedaddle-addle um, as we're moving forward with them. So take a look at that. Take a take a, a, a glimpse or ipser um, as we are talking about it. Because things are not perfect. Things are not easy. So we have to take a look and go, okay, how are we going to get this to work? And it's okay for those things to happen. People don't want to talk about it. People don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. It's the reality of the situation. So how do you change the mindset? You talk about past failures. You talk about things that occurred. You talk about things on how you have them planned, but how you need assistance inside of the workplace. Because listen, when you're talking to somebody who already has an established, yes, I am saying established work environment, it is going to be extremely difficult to change their mind. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here, and nothing wrong with Debbie, by the way. But think about that. If you are honest and upfront with what is going on, how much more willing are people going to be to be involved with the whole process, opposed to going, oh, yeah, it's going to work perfect. We cannot fail. No, 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 no. It's not the reality of the situation. Think about that. Think about when you say that. Think about when you do that. Does it make sense? Or does it not? Some people struggle with this stuff, opposed to trying to be extremely honest. I just go, be as honest as possible, and go from there. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to Real Safety Talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, 
you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, class. Let's hear what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all of these little minnows swimming around way below us. And then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig floor for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 40-40 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Pop quiz, hot shot. During a heat wave, what's more important, air conditioning or air guitar? Um, is it air conditioning? Air guitar. The answer is always air guitar. Still listening to the Rated R Safety Show, hour number one of the J. Allen the Morning Show. This one right here, this is God Mode with action. Yeah, you should give it a little streamer emer action. You can go to YouTube Music, Apple Music, and Spotify. So there you go, a lot of stuff going on inside of the world. We would like to thank God Mode for this one. So let's start talking, let's start talking, 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 talking. Yeah, so we discovered this morning, because apparently I got all bombarded between yesterday and today with a whole bunch of people sending me messages, which I really do appreciate, about the five-year anniversary of Safety FM. Yep, five years. We've been doing this for five years already. Wow, what what is going on? Where has the time gone? You know, they always say that it's difficult to do this stuff, and I will tell you it has not been an easy process, and I've had fun doing it uh, the whole time, there, really. There were moments of struggle, but fun times as we've been talking about it. So let's talk real quick about the most important thing that we will talk about at any point in our lifetimes together. So let's talk about this, and that's about my friends at To Write Love on Her Arms. That's T-W-L-O-H-A.com. What do they do? Well, they help people. Yeah, that's what they do. They want you to know that you are not alone. If you are struggling, and I'm talking about it with anything with addiction, depression, anxiety, eating disorder, self-injury, suicidal thoughts, trauma, 
grief support. I mean, you name it, it's there. All you have to do to find resources in your area or help from their website, TWLOHA.com forward slash find help, or just click on the section on their website once you get there where it says find help. Listen, everything, everything that you can imagine they have there for assistance. Stop apologizing for existing. There is no reason to apologize about that. You deserve the space that you're in. There is no doubt about that. T-W-L-O-H-A dot com. So there you go. Let's talk a little bit more about some other things those that are going on inside of this world because we need to do that. We need to, um, to have that combo. We need to have the conversation of things that are happening. So why would we not do that right now as we are 45 minutes past the top of the hour? Um, we'll talk about this. King Charles III waited his whole life for the moment on Saturday when he was finally officially crowned the King of England. But that didn't stop Prince uh, <laughs> Prince Lois, uh, Lois from uh, stealing the spotlight from another entertaining round of random facial expressions. The five-year-old. Uh, put on put on a show at the at the royal family stepped um, out of the balcony of Buckingham Palace at the time was looking intrigued and other times bored. He also waved um, with a bit of, of sassiness uh, during the military flyover. He was also seen screaming at the top of his lungs, which prompted his, uh, Princess Kate to chuckle. So there you go. So all the, your life waiting for that, and it finally happens. Took some time, but there you go. Um, so let's talk about Google Views. Yes, I did say Google Views. Thank goodness the days of having to come with up with passwords other than um, password one two three and coming um, coming to an end. Uh, Google has begun rolling out support for passkeys, an alternative sign-in method uh, that it says that is easier to use and more secure than alternative to passwords. With passkeys, users can um, access their accounts the same way that they unlock their phone using a fingerprint face scan screen lock pin passkey supports rolled out on chrome and android devices in october but now the options available across google accounts from gmail to um, gmail to drive apple rolled out passkeys options with the release of ios 16 wait did i just get um give out my password like everything else a minute ago i mean i i, I don't know i don't know so maybe some something to think about because of new flip phones um, is exactly what the world needs in 2023, Google has unveiled an early peak of the first foldable smartphone. In a video, the company teased the Pixel phone with a vertical hinge and that can be opened with the reveal a tablet-like display. The company um, didn't um, reveal specs of the Pixel F. Despite the great interest in the foldable phones, the resurgence of 90s-style flip phones um, among celebrities and influencers, the foldable market is uh, is relatively small currently. The company will host its annual developer conference this week. They also show off a number of exciting new products that um, other companies have been making for years. So there you go. So here's my question for you. Do you want a foldable phone? Is it something that you look at that text back and say, hey, that's a good idea? Because I don't know if people tend to remember this on how thick those damn things were back in the day. And I mean, they had some limited capacity on what they can do. So if you got a flip phone now, would you be very excited about life or would you be going, okay, this is not for me? I mean, I don't know. People have to do whatever they think that's in their best interest. I just think at the moment that that's probably not going to be the best option for most. Because think about how how thick that thing's going to be if you try to put it in your pocket. I mean, I guess if you're carrying a clutch or a purse or a fanny pack or whatever the hell, uh, that might work well. But folding a damn phone up and trying to stick it into your pocket, well, that could be um, some difficult times as we are talking. Seriously. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why the host has a face for radio either, but he he tends to have that. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on as we are talking, moving and grooving. There is no doubt or outer about that. Um, That is for sure as we are going through the um the passion in the moment of the things that are happening uh no doubt there anyways let's continue talking about some other things that are happening in our lifetime because why would we not do that i mean that would be kind of a weird thing if we weren't talking about things that are going on in our lifetime we would be talking about things that are going on in somebody else's lifetime 
Isn't that how that goes? Or something along those lines. Anyways, let's continue. Uh, so as I take a look around, it is 49 minutes past the top of the hour. Why don't we do this? Why don't we bring in some John Smalls and let him tell us about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Mike. Ernest Hemingway said, There's nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility lies in being superior to your former self. What a great quote. Many people like to compete with other people, but I like the idea of comparing myself to myself to see how much I have grown. I recently heard a comedy set that I did about five years ago. At the time, I thought it was pretty good. Now, I hear so much room for improvement. I record my comedy sets so I can listen back, but I discovered the further away from the recording, the more interesting it is for me to hear it. I can appreciate how far I've come, and I hope that continues. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. High blood pressure or hypertension is extremely widespread. Almost half of the adults in the U.S. currently have this condition, with about 20% of young adults ages 18 to 39 having hypertension. Unfortunately, this condition negatively affects the brain and increases dementia risk, so it's important to prevent it at any age. In addition to exercise, using sauna or hot baths are some of the best lifestyle interventions to improve blood pressure. Even a single 25-minute sauna session significantly lowers blood pressure compared to baseline. However, this is not the case for infrared saunas, which are becoming more and more popular. Infrared saunas did not mimic moderate cardiovascular exercise, whereas traditional saunas did. For more information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. Uh, how did we become a pitfall of society? I mean, that's a that's a that's a good or better one um, in regards of asking that question. That's for sure. Anyways, currently. 51 minutes past the top, so let's do this before we get you over to Radio Big, or as you hang out here on Safety FM. Um, I'm taking a looky-looky around real quick, because I want to be able to find this. Um, where is this? Is this there? Okay, so there you go. If you're on the streamer emer, there you go. The Conklin Conference, if you're not familiar with this, it is coming up. I mean, we still got some time, but it's coming up September. Yep, coming up in September. If you want to come and hang out with us, you're more than welcome on doing that. September the 27th through the 29th, Orlando, Florida. As you heard, a popular place for kids. Yes, Orlando, Florida. You can come hang out with us and do the things that we get to do over here. Um, There is no doubt about that. We got some stuff that is going on um, inside of there. You come hang out. Hang out with Todd Conklin, Jen Long, Bob Edwards, Mark Yestens, and yours truly. We'll be doing our little conference here out of Orlando, Florida. To find out more information, safetyfm.io. That's safetyfm.io to get the thing moving and grooving. So there you go. Some fun times as we are doing our gigo. So there you go. We'd love to see you there. We had a grand time earlier this year um, in good old Santa Fe. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It, it was kind of funny. I was in Canada um, earlier um, earlier this week or earlier last week, better say. And I had somebody come up to me and said, hey, we're, we're going to the next conference. I was like, cool. I can't can't wait to see you in Orlando. And they're like, no, 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 no. Um, I'm going to the to the one next year in Santa Fe. And I kind of paused for a moment. And I was like, hold on. What? You're going to the next one in Santa Fe next year. We haven't announced anything for Santa Fe next year. I didn't even know that we were doing another one in Santa Fe um, because I, I didn't think that that was the goal. So I was kind of surprised to hear it, that we were going to do another one in Santa Fe. I got an email last night. of supposedly I'm doing another one um, in, a, in another southern state. So I'm finding out some um, some of these things for the Conklin Conference that we're putting on um, that apparently that are going on in states that I'm not even fully aware that they're happening. So it's kind of interesting on, uh, how some of these things get to the leg of their own. So as we speak right now, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. The only one that I can tell you that I know 100% is going on is the Conklin Conference in Orlando, September the 27th through the 29th of this year. And and I'll throw this out there for you real quick, too. If you are here in Orlando on September the 26th, 
Yes, not during the Conklin Conference, 27th through the 29th. Um, there is a little group here in Orlando uh, known as the ACFS, and they will be putting on their safety day event the day before at the same hotel on September the 26th. So you're more than welcome to come to that event. And that event um, is, you can just go to acfs.org um, to find out more information about it. It's a great event. I've, I've attended several years in a row. Um, tend, to, tend to go. I wasn't able to make it last year. Last year, I don't think last year. Yeah, last year I couldn't make it. I got sick. That's what it was. I got sick the week of. So I was not able to um, to attend. Yeah, but the, my health this year has kind of sucked now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it out loud. But that's neither here nor there. Anyways, let's continue talking because you're not here about my health issues. You're you're here to find out about things that are going on inside of the world of the news. So let um let's talk about that. I want to reference this again because it was mentioned during our our middle main portion about um some COVID stuff. But the FDA is recalling more than five hundred thousand COVID tests over concerns that they may have been contaminated with bacteria. Lisa Taylor. As more. The Food and Drug Administration said in a release that anyone with SD Biosensor Pilot COVID-19 at-home tests should discard them. The statement says the agency is looking into the kit's liquid solution and that direct contact with it could be a safety risk. It also may have compromised the test's accuracy. Most of the tests were distributed by CDS, but some were also given to Amazon. The FDA and parent company Roche are working to figure out how many contaminated tests were sold. I'm Lisa Taylor. Okay, let's do two more real quick. Let's talk about this one because this one's going to have an effect on the children um, in Oakland, California. Teacher strike in Oakland, California will continue for its second week. The teacher describes uh, what she and her colleagues are hoping to accomplish. We want to have all the supports in place that we need for our students there. And that includes things like more special education resources, like all the things we're hearing about in Common Good, which is big bucket issues like climate and housing. On Sunday night, the Oakland Unified School District announced they had not reached a deal or, or a new contract with Oakland Education Association. Uh, this will be a day, a day three of the strike that is affecting about 3,000 teachers and 3,500 um, 3, students. Excuse me. The district says that the schools are staying open for things like meal distribution and won't be school as usual. So just a um, little FYI. I'm going to share this one for you because, hey, this is super important. Tequila is good for your health. I'm not joking as I say that. Take a listen to this. There's a new study that says tequila that's made with agave is what you should be reaching for. WebMD says there's no sugar in agave tequila, so therefore no hangover. And it's loaded with fiber. They say reach for the silver tequila only because it's easier on the body. It helps to lower cholesterol, improves digestion, and helps you sleep. But the study does note there's really zero nutritional value in tequila. There had to be a catch. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. Uh, just give me the añejo and I'm good. Combo Wombo tequila, you know, the Sammy Hagar stuff. Good stuff right there. Anyways, as we are talking. Uh, so anyways, let's take a look at some things that happened back on this date. And as I take a look around, back in 2019, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp signs the heartbeat bill. The new law bans abortions after six weeks of pregnancy, which is when the fetal heartbeat is detected. Georgia is the fourth state to enact such law. That happened back in 2019. Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Uh, Nikki Romel turns 23. Niall DeMarco turns 34. Adam Hubbard, 36, Melissa Gilbert, 59, and David Alterboro turns 97 today. So that's some birthdays for you real quick. If you are looking, looking, looking at some reasons to celebrate, well, I have some of those for you as well. It is Iris Day, Golf Day, National Coconut Cream Pie Day, uh, Free Trade Day, No Socks Day, World Ovarian Cancer Day, and World Donkey Day. Yeah, there you go. World Donkey. There you go. Some World Donkey Day for you. So there you go. Anyways, if you need a phone starter for today, what is oh, try this. What is the worst uh, shopping experience you've ever had? If you need a random joke for today, try this. The best place to hide a dead body in this is the second page of Google search. If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question. In a survey, one in four women said this happens to them at a wedding. What is it? Another woman show up wearing the same outfit. So there you go. Anyways, that's going to sum up our time together. Thank you for hanging out. And thank you for being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big. And that is the listener. If I can leave you with a deep thought for today, it would leave, leave you with this one. You can't fall if you don't climb. But there's no joy in living your whole life on the ground. Q105.
keep that in mind as we are talking. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. No, seriously, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.